I'm going to go, I'm going to speak for um, uh, Noemi, if that's the case. Uh, we're going to say King of Fighters 15 because it represents both our, uh, represents our, our native countries. So. <laughs> Did you just say King of Fighters? So King of Fighters represents both our native country, uh, na native uh, countries. So there you go. What day is it? <laughs> November twentieth, twenty twenty two. And people, the countdown to Thanksgiving is almost here, and the countdown to Black Friday. If some of y'all do Black Friday shopping, and guys, welcome to episode one sixty. Oh, ready, buddy? Oh, uh, the scroller gaming podcast, 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 podcast. You get a little baby punch. Podcast, podcast, baby punch, baby punch. You get a baby punch. But to our SoundCloud listeners, are like, what the hell? To our Four quarter circle punch. Four quarter circle punch. Duke, Duke, Duke. And our audio listeners are like, tiger uppercut. Our listeners are gonna be like, what the hell is going on? I'm, I'm, I'm taking care of my child, people. I'm Reckless Fox, head honcho of the Show Game Podcast. That's, and joining me today, numero un, my numero uno, or numero dos. Yeah, numero dos. Who, and, oh, you got the Bayonetta, okay. And, I'm my, okay, fine. My, I'm Leo, aka Reckless Fox, hashtag Luke IRL, aka Black East Howard Head, the Black Howard Connect. AKA Black Lightning, AKA Miles Morales, Kick Catch a Faith, Fisto, Mace Windu II, Adopted Son of Flynn, Captain, Black America, Gin and Juice Cosma, Big, Big Papa Fox, and Kamen Rider, Compton Knight, Henshin, my boys! Rocking me tonight is my numero dos, who's, who has been, who is, ladies, is no longer single. Please stop DMing him on Instagram. You've got the host of the most, who's Ukraine Alucard himself. Broken Kavado, a.k.a. Katie Toys, Michael Sarah, Giant Bosch's actual best friend. Stop. Hammer down. Kavado, take it away. No, seriously, though. Stop it with the death threats. I get it. You didn't get picked. <laughs> I'm All joking, right. y'all. I'm not that vain. <laughs> oh, my God. And my opening comment is, oh, my God. We got another girl guys. here. Hey. About freaking time, people, ladies and gentlemen, making her return after we have DM'd her so many times. At some point, it's just gonna get pretty creepy. I'm joking. The event, Miss Adventure Time herself, Miss Noemi, aka Cosplay Chica 101, Thunder Chica, Bride of Spider Man, Little Evan Longoria, and Ava Mendez II. Noemi, hola, hola. Hola, hola. It feels good to be back, you guys. And do forgive me for not appearing on this wonderful show. So, I'm back. Como estas? Muy bien. And trying to live it day by day. Still hanging in there. Yeah, and, and my opening comment, people. I'm be a little serious. Because we'll, we'll talk about one thing later on. Please yeah. love uh, if you Please spread love, okay? If you, if you got a group of friends who love each other, love each other some more. Because you only got one life to live. Okay? One life to live. We love everybody here at the Struggle Game Podcast. We love everyone here on The Buttery Show, mm. YouTube, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitch. We all love Whose you. Life is and this? we want to make sure we spread as much love to you guys as we possibly can. Because, again, yes, you only sir. have one life to live. Leo, and, 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 blood, and you don't have to be blood to be family. Mm. Mm. 
Because if Vin Diesel can have an Asian cousin, uh, a couple of black cousins, a British cousin, uh, and several, and a white a white brother, and everything else in between. Oh, remember when Vin Diesel showed up in episode Family. forty-four of Saber? <laughs> Family. That's all I have to say. Family. Okay. Agree. Yeah. We'll talk. Why I'm, I'm. I'll express my why we're saying this later on the show. But guys, we got some stuff to talk about. Sonic Frontiers is becoming the fastest-selling Sonic game in God knows how long, and it actually beat, possibly beat, God of War Five Ragnarok in the sales. And uh, we got the Game Awards coming up December eighth, oh, yeah. which. I'm pretty sure we're all going to be doing a live reaction on our separate Twitch channels. And not to mention, there is still like a rumor going on that we should definitely talk about around, around time when it comes to the video game awards. Oh, yeah. But Rock, but before we get into all that, we got to do a little housekeeping. For those of y'all who are watching on YouTube and on Twitch, thank you guys so much for watching. Um, the, little, uh, the Ranger Baby himself says thank you as well. He's now become my, he's now become my wingman at this point uh, on the internet. Um, uh, for everyone who's watching on the Buttery Show, once again, thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you guys for welcoming my our, my show into uh, into this house. We greatly appreciate it. And for everyone who's on Twitch, who's been riding with me since numero uno, thank you guys oh, yeah. very much. Thank you guys for being virtual neighbors, putting trying to put a smile on your guys' face throughout all these wacky times in America and around the world. As long as we're as long as we keep you guys entertained, we're doing our jobs just about. Right. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, or otherwise, uh, yeah, hopefully everyone's having a great night. Thanksgiving is upon us. Please eat with your families. And once again, family is better is, is bigger than blood. Family is bigger than blood. That's all I have to say about that. Um, so let's get started. Uh, for y'all who want who don't who are a little shy and want to just you know let us know how y'all feeling. You know, we can always take an email, you know. You know, we our emails are always good. DMs are, are, are always packing. So, scrollgamebookies at gmail.com. That's scrollgamebookies at gmail.com for your questions, comments, concerns, advice, business, blogs, all of that good ish. You can follow us on The Buttery Show on Facebook.com slash Buttery Show and YouTube.com slash The Buttery Show. And you can follow the Scrollgame Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. SoundCloud, uh, Google Podcasts. What, what else, buddy? Spotify, okay, okay, Breaker Audio, <laughs> and Stitcher Radio. iHeartRadio is actually, what should we put ourselves on iHeartRadio this week? Apple Music is next, so please make sure you help us move up the algorithm. If you want to get a hold of any of us who wants to private critique the tiny move, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram. Boom, the Rex underscore Fox. YouTube Rex underscore Fox, and follow only if getting content on Twitch.tv slash Rex Fox. Kabuto, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at Boken underscore Kawato and stop sliding my DMs. Uh, and find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Boken where I will get started on Sonic Frontiers because for some reason OBS won't let me play Bayonetta 3. <laughs> but no, I'll get back to Bayonetta 3 at some point. I already, I, I beat the game on my own at least. So I can finally actually talk about it as opposed to last podcast we did on here. Uh, so if you want some like in-depth critique, you know, like I'm down for that. Um, me. Hey, you know what? I just thought of an idea. What if we had another? What if we had another show right here on the Buttery Show where we actually critique video games, like give the entire episode a spotlight to just one video game and give that one video game the entire screen time, bro? We do that. That's a brilliant idea. 
we, if we do that, just be, just one, just want you to be quite clear. Let me and I are gonna be reviewing Metal Gear every Hell single yeah. game because we and need secrets, to do it. And well, okay, we gotta let the jokes fly. Okay, and also we should share some highlights from the last time we we uh, streamed. Okay, how about this? First five, first five uh, videos we do on this hypothetical new show will literally just be Metal Gear one through five. <laughs> And Metal Gear Both Rising. Yeah. And Rising. Don't mention Metal Gear Survive. Lined up right there. Or, or Acid. Or Acid 2. Or Portable. Uh, no, no, we gotta do Portable Opposite. It, uh, it, uh, it is canon. Anyway, Norman, where can people find you? You wonderful people can find me on Instagram, Brightest Spider-Man, as well as my Twitch, my YouTube channel, and my TikTok as well. All right. That being said, let's get started real quick before we get into some of the news and stuff. All right. So... All right, we. I want to talk. I want to do a little quick thing about Sonic Frontiers because I actually got the chance to play it. Uh, my fiance and I have been playing this game, um, so let me tell you all something. Sonic Frontiers. I'm just gonna say this right now. Is probably the best 3D Sonic game that's came out since Generations. Since Generations came out over 10 years ago, people. Sonic Frontiers. Um, there are some issues with it, but. It does. It's, it's not game breaking. It's unlike unlike Sonic Boom that came out on the Wii U, which we never talk about. And it's the for one. Wait, it came out for the Wii U? I thought it, it was only 3DS. No, Sonic Boom came out on the Wii U and 3DS. Boom was the one where you could beat the game in 20 minutes. And also find the Shattered Crystal as well. Yeah, like you you can literally glitch the game. You could beat it in 20 minutes. I've seen it, and it's the it's the reason why I, I kind of put the put the the coffin. Uh, put Sonic in a coffin until Sonic Mania. But Sonic Frontiers is a whole different ball game. This ain't your granddaddy Sonic, people. If y'all haven't yet, check out Sonic Frontiers. Uh, my fiance, uh, if she, uh, I, she's not here right now. She wants to talk a little bit about it. Not too much because she's still playing it and she's been stuck to the TV all all this week. So, yeah, it, it's been it's been it's been pretty it's a banger. It's definitely a banger. So, well, I I've only seen a little bit of gameplay footage of it, but from what I've seen of that, plus the thirty minutes of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet I did get to play, and all of Bayonetta three that I did play, everyone wants to ride that to Breath of the Wild coattails. Everyone wants to be Marvel Spider Man too. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Next thing you like, I bet you, I bet you, like at this point, I, uh, and this would be a fun, this would be a fun prediction if I get it right. If they ever release Metroid Prime Four, it's gonna be open world, just like all these other games are. You know what? I'd be okay with an open world Metroid game. I'm not even gonna front. And the, and the way you gotta do it is you need to be at where the Federation, the Earth, the planet that the Federation is populated. That's how you do it. And like do it where like you get mission reports and everything like that. Um, that I I'd be down for that. I'd be down for that. Anyways, overall, other than that, um, guys, uh, just quickly, how's everyone? How's everyone? I know with certain news that came out today, um, yeah. the I whole. I think we world, should talk about it. You know, we'll talk. We'll talk about it at the end of the show. I do want to talk about it at the end of the show. Just give it a brief spotlight because I know we're going to talk about it at some point on our separate Twitch channels and Morphin Network. Yeah. But um. How's everyone though? Uh, uh, Noemi, you went to Pasadena. Uh, you went to Anime Pasadena. Yes. How was that? 
Oh god, I feel like it was a lot better than the last time I went, and I'll tell you why, because, I mean, I met the voice actor of Marvel Spider-Man, same thing with Miles Morales himself, but yeah, it, it's actually getting a lot bigger, like, soon it will be, become the next anime expo, so, yeah, it's actually bringing a lot of people into the convention, like, so much cosplay is going on, it's really awesome. But uh, when it comes to like, you know, my regular life, it's it's still up and going and, you know, just trying to find my place and some things that I need to sort it out. But overall, I'm still trying to hang in there. You know what you're doing, Noemi? You're being an adult. It's called adulthood. I know. Welcome. Because next thing you know, you're going to have a little one girl. I wish. I hope. Or maybe. I don't know. <laughs> you're you're gonna have a little one of your own, whether it's a boy or girl. You're gonna like like at least ten. I don't know. I don't know. I when maybe I don't know. Ten years from now or something like that. I don't know. People like yeah. Wait. I know. I got plenty of time. Okay. All right, Kabuto, How about you, bro? Oh man, so much has been going on. I mean, like uh, months ago, I started uh, dieting and uh, working out, and uh, the results are starting to show. Like, yeah. I've noticed a different change in you, and that's actually really good, Kabuto. Yeah, yeah, and like, but like, one thing I did not expect was that I actually did get to meet someone. Um, so like, oh. as of yesterday, as sad, as overshadowed as it may be by other news we're going to discuss oh. later, uh, I am no longer <laughs> It's been almost five years now. It's been almost five years. Uh, first, medical reasons. Then, grad school. Then, COVID. Then, COVID part two. <laughs> COVID part two. Electric boogaloo. <laughs> yeah, COVID electric boogaloo. Oh my God. Okay, but, but for real though. Um. Oh, also, I got this Xade T-shirt for j- just for this podcast. Uh, nice. So, like, every t- subsequent episode of Scrub Club Gaming, I'm going to be wearing this shirt because, you know, like, I want to wear something, like, uniform, but also new. So, there's that. But the craziest part is today, my personal trainer asked me to train one of his newer students. So, today, I got to be the trainer mm-hmm. of someone else. And so, it's crazy. It's like... It's it, it's like it's like being like a second degree black belt bef- while you're still a blue belt. <laughs> oh, so I, I know I still have a ways to, I know I still have a ways to go. Like I'm not, but you know it's uh, but the thing is the fact that I've been making progress and starting to show, and you know like the gym staff are putting their trust into me because like I've been consistent. You know like it it's it, it's just it, it just feels amazing and refreshing and stuff because you know i've been physically weak like i've been doing everything to avoid physical activity for the last 30 years like 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 in the 10th grade i joined the rotc just so i would have less pe (laughs) um (laughs) that's everyone's excuse bro yeah nobody liked pe back in high school i only had one year i joined the rotc uh, so, so like my physical activity time got cut uh, cut by forty percent, but hey, it, you know it is what it is. I, I learned some discipline, but I never practiced it until recently, and that's a shame on my part. So you know, here we go, uh, puberty part two. <laughs> uh, um, but I did do my first pull up since age nine, so progress. Hey, yeah, that's what's up. All right, all right. Yeah. How about you, Mommy? Um, like, what have you been up to? Sure, I told. Um, when it well basically when it comes you. to what you said like fitness wise i'm still 
Ooh. I'm like, I would say I'm balancing because, you know, I mean, I cannot escape from food from compared to how I used to. I mean, at some points I can control it and all, but like, you know, these past three weeks I've been, you know, I couldn't resist food, but then I'm still working on trying to get fit and find some something to do proactive like i'm learning hip-hop how to dance again hip-hop you know oh that's cool i want to learn and, to do dance from bayonetta 3. yeah <laughs> and plus i've been actually thinking about coming out of retirement from doing one of my folkloric dances Ooh. when I, i'm not sure yet but i, I know I'm, yeah I'm not sure when but maybe it might be soon or next year okay how about you leo what have you been up to lately um outside of being the dad uh, I dropped from, funny enough, we're talking about weight. I dropped from 255 to 234 as of two weeks ago. Nice. Um, um, then I've, I've been back, I've been back on it. Um, and I'm doing a thing because Thanksgiving's coming up and I got three family Thanksgiving's I gotta go to. Uh, yeah. I'm cutting back on food, uh, on some foods for the next uh, few days. So, yeah. Because I need, I need all the stomach I can, I can possibly get to eat three different Thanksgiving meals. People, I'm gonna tell you this right now. If you go to, to, to those who have families who all, who all come together, God bless you. Because I got three family uh, Thanksgiving's I gotta go to. Okay. <laughs> see, see, for me, this is why th this month when I do my monthly measurements, I'm doing it three days earlier than than the usually scheduled date because it's always on the 26th and i always do it on the uh thursday or monday closest to the 26th and of course th this month it's on the it's on saturday so they're equidistant i'm doing getting my measurements done on wednesday so that i don't put on that turkey weight when i get my measurements oh done. yeah same here it's a little bit of a cheat but you know nice. i just had another cheat day today and yesterday i went to my neighborhood taco stand oh my god it was horrible man in case there you're wondering you know, that's why i didn't eat any of the rotisserie chicken you had yesterday <laughs> now you good dude you good and then um other than that uh try and get back into streaming uh i gotta i gotta do some editing for some episodes that i need to be put back on soundcloud and uh getting and yeah that's pretty much it other than that yeah that's pretty much what's going on in our lives guys so let's get started so let's talk about the game we're gonna talk about the game awards real quick so the game let's awards are the coming up yep. and we already matter of fact i'm about to give you guys the list of games that are already being nominated uh i said oh, i thought i said movies list of games that have been nominated hold on for this year's game awards and i'm not gonna lie uh i got i got some questions about uh some of these awards um because although i've not been in the gaming uh circle for a while because of obvious reasons i know okay. obvious reasons um i got some questions so game of the year we're gonna go down we're gonna go down a couple of these lists because we're gonna go down each list because then we're gonna be here forever um game of the year we got um a Plague Tale, Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War 5, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Um, guys, which game do you get? Which game do you have winning the game awards and why? I got Ragnarok. I'm gonna I'm gonna say God of War 5 Ragnarok. I'm gonna go with Bayonetta 3 as a right. Bayonetta 3's on here. <laughs> I'm joking. God of War. Make the cut. 
Is Fortnite listed? Uh, what's on? Fortnite. Of course not. It's game of the year. Fortnite. Okay, Dude, okay. Game... No, Fortnite's been around for a while. No, don't disrespect me. Don't disrespect me like that. No, I mean, Jesus Christ. I didn't mean to, but. Because huh. to be honest, I haven't. I never even played those games yet. All I know is that God of War 4 was a banger. Never played God of War 5. But, you know, if the, if the studio is consistent, I'm sure they're in good hands. So. Okay. Like I said, I'm going to go God of War 5. Uh, on top of the fact it's because I've been told it's been lit. Um, so yeah. Um, next is best game narrative for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game. Same games except we have uh, immortality, not Strayer's you know Blade Chronicles three. So we have God War, Horizon, uh, Plague, and uh, Elden Ring. I'm gonna go once again. I'm gonna go with God of War. Right, I'm gonna go to God of War on this one. So anyone else? Yeah, again, I haven't played any of these games. Again, like, the reason I chose God of War was because God of War 4 was so lit, and I saw good gameplay footage of God of War 5, so... But, again, I need to play a game in order to judge it. <laughs> so we're going to be here for a while until we get to the action category. Okay, well, we're first, next is I'm going to go to the category that I'm very proud I'm, I'm, I'm... Fighting uh, game. God dang on right. Okay, so we got DNF Fuel, which is Dungeon Fighter Fuel. For those of y'all who don't remember Dungeon Fighter, it was that one RPG fighting game that you can play for free that they were always trying to uh, get you to play on Newgrounds. Uh, JoJo Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R, King of Fighters 15, um, Warner Brothers Smash Bros, aka Multiverses, and Sifu. I'm a King of Fighters. I specifically asked for this category for a reason. But what do you guys think is going to come, take home best fighting game? Go ahead. You go first, Kavado. I I'm surprised Seafood's on the list because I thought it was more of an action. I'm gonna talk about it. I'm gonna talk about it. Don't don't don't. Okay, okay. The, out of the options given to us, I would have to say. Choo -choo. Da, 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 da. Of course, you're a JoJo's fan. Okay, fine. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna speak for um, um, the Lemmy. If that's the case, uh, we're gonna say King of Fighters 15 because it represents both our uh, represents our our native countries. So, <laughs> did you just say King of Fighters? So, King of Fighters represents both our native country, uh, na native uh, countries. So there you go. Wait. Dude. All right, well, y'all explain yours, Normie. I'm right back. Bolivia? Yeah. Uh, and, well, Mexico for me, too. Uh, go ahead, Normie. I'm right back. Well, JoJo has a um, area in Mexico. I mean, I mean, like, in part two, you got uh, Santana, who was in a military base in Mexico. But, you know, from the World War II bad guys trying to be you. I mean, I, w I would say King of Fighters for sure, but... I mean, I don't know if it's on the list though, because I haven't even got the chance to um, look through it. Or by any chance, right. do you know? Um, uh, I would have to check. Uh, let's see, Game Awards 2020 categories. Let's see, uh, best narrative, best fight, uh, best mobile game. Uh, I have the list right here. I just need to find it. Hold on. Let me use Control F. By the way, for those of you who don't know, Control F is your friend. 
fighting. Ah, oh, best fighting game right here. We got DNF Duel Arc System War uh, by Arc System Works. A uh, multiverse, which is the Warner Brothers version of Smash. Oh. Uh, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All Star Battle R. Uh, King of Fighters 15 and Sifu, which again I have to, I have to question why Sifu's there because the gameplay footage looks like it's um, it's an action adventure game. Yeah, I would say I would go with King of Fighters 15. I mean, brand bias. Uh, yeah, I mean it's that's like my childhood game, but like I haven't got the chance to play it. But I know like it's a really good game, and you know, like who could deny my Shiranui, which is my homegirl. So yeah, yeah. No, I I do like my Shiranui. She she's a fun character. She's I, good I, I too. I don't I don't play too much King of Fighters. Uh like I have the one game for PS4 because it was one of those monthly games uh, with a plus account. Yeah. But um but I'm honestly I really cannot like I'm mostly Mortal Kombat and a little bit of Street Fighters. I have most of the DLCs for about for the grid. You know which ones I don't have. Which are those? The ones pertaining to a certain other fighting game I'm not going to say the name of, because you know how I always feel about that. Alrighty. Um, but yeah, so like, so as far as like 2D fighters, it's like, it's not really like my personal cup of tea. I'm more of a, um, I'm more of a hack and slash, you know, like DMC and Bayonetta, uh, Metroidvania, like Metroid and Castlevania. And of course, instrumental rhythm, uh, like Guitar Hero Rock Band, Taiko no Tatsujin. So yeah, those are my three genres of choice. I, even though I do like some other games from other genres, um, but yeah, I mean, if there was a Mortal Kombat game in here, I would have picked that probably. But you know, I got a shell for my man Araki, so I'm gonna go with All Star Battle R. It's basically a remake of the original PS3 game, but with new additional characters and some fixes on the gameplay mechanics. And they're gonna do some new DLC characters like Foo Fighters. So, Ooh, uh, but so far I feel like um, uh, Eye of Heaven was still better than All Star Battle R. But we'll see. We'll see. When, once all the DLCs come out, we're good. But totally. I, one thing I do appreciate, since you mentioned My Shiranui, is that she is a playable character on uh, Dead or Alive Six. No so kidding. I did play as her a couple of times uh, against, you know, some of the ninja characters. Sorry, I'm back. I think there was. Right, have we talked about why Sifu's not fighting Leon yet? Was, uh, hitting on her. Have we talked about why Sifu's not fighting no, not. yet? No. Okay. I, I need to talk to. I need to talk to the video game wars. Jeff Keeley. I hope you're listening, buddy. How is Sifu a fighting game, dog? How is Sifu a fighting game? There are, I don't see, I don't, I didn't see an Evo. Oh, I need, I need someone to give me an argu, uh, argumentative reason why Sifu is counted as a fighting game. Because last time I checked, Sifu is only a single player game, number one. Number two, fighting games, normally you have 1v1s with other people. Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, even freaking Smash. Even though I personally don't count Smash as a fighting game, a lot of people do, so I gotta respect that. Multiverses, freaking, um, a just shit, a freaking dive kick. Dive kick's a freaking fighting game. And dive kick, you only get, you get one, get kicked once you're dead. How is see Look like Custom Robo was a fighting game. Custom Robo is a fighting game. You, I'll, 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 I'll go for it. Yeah, Custom Robo is a fighting game. Matter, as a matter of fact, if that's the case, I'm surprised Armor Core was never considered a fighting game. I don't know, I, I, people, I don't know if you've ever seen Armor Core on the PS, the PS3 Armor Core games. 
because uh, I'm pretty sure everyone played the PS2 Armored Core games. The PS3 Armored Core games, man, there were videos all over YouTube of people just dodging and leaving, dodging and leaving. I'm like, Gee, you're raging. <laughs> I, I am raging because if, I'm sorry. Like, there are if, of if the argument. I'm sorry. If okay. the argument for Sifu being a fighting game is that a character can do some bare knuckle fighting, then yeah. by that, then by that logic, you could no. put Bayonetta three into you could put Bayonetta three into the fighting game category not, just because no. people let you bare fighting. Absolutely not, Kavado. Absolutely not. No. I'm just saying. Like, I'm, I want to figure out what their logic is. <laughs> No, fighting game, if I remember correctly, a fighting game is like Street Fighter. 1v1, no, first, to two, first to three rounds win. First to two rounds wins. I agree with you. That's what I'm saying. Like, if their logic for including Seeker is just because the character can use bare knuckle fighting, then by that same logic, you could put Bayonetta 3 into that category because Viola can use bare knuckle fighting uh, when, when you summon Cheshire. Whatever. By that same logic, you could even say freaking. Let me think. You heck, you could even play that Metal Gear Solid to some extent. Might be uh -uh. a fighting uh -uh. game. Uh -uh. Just I'm because I'm gonna stop you. I'm gonna stop you right there. You're not gonna disrespect Metal Gear like that. You got two of the biggest Metal Gear fans in this squad. You are not gonna disrespect Metal Gear like that. Don't you ever disrespect Metal Gear like that. Metal Gear is not a fighting game. I'm emphasizing how there is no logic for seafood to be there. Through the use of Metal Gear Solid as a conduit. Your nephew's looking at me. Yes, buddy. Your uncle is tripping, tripping right now. <laughs> I know, Papa. Best ongoing game. Because I'm before I get my blood, my, my, my blood pressure up. Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Realm Reborn, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. All I will say is thank God. Overwatch is not on here. I'm gonna go with yeah. Apex Legends. Yeah, I've played a little bit of Overwatch too. It's I haven't got the chance, but I don't know. Like, right. like they've made some improvements, but not enough to just like, like literally. There's, there's like two weeks left this season, and I'm just like not motivated to continue playing it. <laughs> All right. Speaking of which, we got best action game, best action game nominees. And I know Kavado's gonna just, just, just all, just, just, shh, just be excited all over the screen. Bayonetta three, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare two, the remake, Neon White, Sifu, and Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. I'm gonna go with the Dark Horse. I'm gonna go with Ninja Turtles because I haven't played Bayo three. Okay, Noemi, what are your, yeah. what, what, what are you thinking? I would go with what you said, the Ninja Turtles. Yes! Okay. So we, we're placing wages, Bayonetta people. 3 to win, but I know they're going to go with Ninja Turtles. Nah, they're going to probably go with Seafood. Like the are biased. <laughs> nah, they're going to go with Seafood or Modern Warfare. Let's just keep it a buck one. It's the, bro, it's Jeff Keighley in the Game Awards. I, and I'm, not, I'm saying this with no disrespect in my, in my voice, but it's Jeff Keighley in the Game Awards, okay? Let's just keep it a buck one hundred, okay? If it listen, if it was up to Jeff Keighley, freaking Death Stranding would have won every every award. Yeah. Uh, instead of the Wait, last of us. I just two. realized something. What's up? There are certain segments in Bayonetta three where you actually do use your demons in in a two D fighter style. I'm done. Stop Again, talking. doesn't need to be in the fighting game category. Game. I'm not. Best multi. That. But I'm, 
But I'm just saying, Bayonetta has more You guys be on a rage again. Best multiplayer game. Compared to Steve. Modern Warfare 2. Multiverses. Overwatch 2. Splatoon 3. And Shredder's Revenge. I'm gonna go with best multiplayer game. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with multiverse because multiverse was at Evo. I'm I, I'm biased about fighting games, but uh, I mean I, I but I do think Call of Duty might win or Splatoon three. It's one of those three, but not but not Overwatch two. If, if Overwatch two wins, that I'm 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 I'm, I'm, sell, I'm smelling some real good sus right now. Um, Brian, um, if Overwatch two wins, the two of us are gonna do fifty pushups. If Overwatch wins, I'm a, I'm gonna take a shot. Of Henny, two shots. Yeah, I, I can't drink. Of honey or what? Henny, No, I mean Hennessy. I know you don't drink, but keep up. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Cognac. Yeah. I know okay. you don't drink, but keep yes. up. Thank you. Okay. But what were your thoughts? Which game do you think is gonna take home? That's um. I would say multiverse player. for sure. Okay. Okay. I would say. Uh, Ninja Turtles should win, but it's probably gonna go to multiverse because of Zeitgeist. Okay, and last last one because honestly, I don't really care about the rest of these awards, especially mobile gaming. Best role playing game: Elden Ring, Live and Live, Pokemon uh, Legends, um, Arceus, Triangle Arceus, or Xenoblade Chronicles Three. I bet I have a feeling that either Elden Rings or Xenoblade is going to win. But if I got to pick who won, it would definitely be Legends Arceus because it took Pokemon to a whole new direction. Like, I cannot even begin to emphasize how much it changed the game, both figuratively and literally. In fact, the game, from what I've played so far, of Scarlet and Violet. It's a lot closer to the gameplay of Pokemon Arceus than it is to previous uh, mainstay uh, Pokemon games. Okay. So quite literally, Arceus was a game changer. That's why I think it should win because this is uh, this is Nintendo and Game Freak actually trying to do something not just new, but remarkably new. But of course, uh, Xenoblade or uh, what's uh, Elden Rings are probably gonna win because either one got, got the cultural impact and the other got the marketing impact. So, okay. I'm gonna go with Xenoblade as well. Um, I've actually, I actually got a chance to try Xenoblade one and two because a friend of mine had both games on the Switch. I've not really played a Xenoblade game since Xeno Saga on the PlayStation. So they're they're actually pretty good. I really like it. I'm a Xeno Gears fan. For those for those who don't know where the Xeno Chronicle, the Xeno Saga starts, it's with Xeno Gears back in 1998 on the PlayStation. So was 1998 or 99? 99 was 99. Yeah, 99 because Final Fantasy 8 if I correctly came out in 99. Um, but yeah, uh, Chica, which game do you think is gonna take on best uh, role playing game? Go. I would say Zeno. Okay. Okay. All right, and last, actually, this is the last one. Um, most anticipated game, Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil 4, Starfield, or Legend of Zelda 2, uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I'm gonna go ahead and say this just to piss Jen off, Resident Evil 4 Remake. Uh, and this is coming from someone who did not want Resident Evil 4 Remake to happen and wanted to fail. And after looking at, looking at the gameplay, I'm more like, I'm like SpongeBob. I need it. 
or 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 uh, or as uh, uh, Philip J. Fry would say, "Shut up and take my money." Chica, there you go. And Kamino, we already know you're gonna say Legend of Zelda. Go ahead. And most anticipated game? Yeah. Let, let me let me review for a second. Uh, because... I'll say it again. Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil 4 Remake, Starfield, and Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Yep, de- right. Legend of Zelda. definitely Legend of Zelda. Like yep, honestly, like in the last five years, the only games I really cared about, like the uh, like to come out, were Bayonetta 3 and Metroid 5. They both came out. So if anything, at this point. The only game I'm really looking forward to at this point is uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night 2, which they're not even going to get started on until they finish making all of the bonus DLCs from the Kickstarter, which they're still working on because the Kickstarter broke a lot of tears. Both T-I-R-E and T-A-R-A-R. So, yeah, it's... So like yeah like, but when Ritual of the Night Two comes out, I'm gonna be very happy. But like, the two games I've been chilling for for the last five to seven years, they've already came out. We're good, you know. So out of the options given, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild Two, Tears of the Fallen Kingdom, I believe it's called. See, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Um. Street Fighter 6 wasn't on here because everyone's talking about Street Fighter 6. Street Fighter 6 is Street Fighter 6, and I, I think I I think uh no no I, mean, I kinda wanna get your input on it. Um Street Fighter 6 for me is the biggest Street Fighter game that's gonna be coming out because it is the first it is the it is a Street Fighter game I have been excited for and I've not been excited for a Street Fighter game since Street Fighter 4. Really? Yeah, I, I was not. I'm not a fan of Street Fighter Five. I, I really try. I really tried, especially when the when the newer editions came out, where you have all the characters and you don't have to grind. I really tried to get into Street Fighter Five. It's just I'm not saying that to crap on Street Fighter Five. It's just not my. It's just not my cup of tea. I know there's people who really do enjoy Street Fighter Five, like Jen, but it's just not for me. It really isn't. So. Mm-hmm. But what are your thoughts? Have you have you played Street Fighter recently? No, sadly. <laughs> Haven't played any of the Street Fighter games. Well, no, I actually did play with um, uh, at, at an old family friend's, at an old friend, family friend's house, and it was, I believe, four or maybe five. I'm not sure. So did that you was. Ever play, lo- okay, here's, here's a good question. Did you ever play Third Strike? Uh, no. No. <laughs> you need to play Third Strike. It is the. Uh, like I'm, I'm going, I'm going to pull, I'm gonna pull a uh, Ricky Bobby. It's the, it, it's one award, it's one awards being the greatest video game ever made. See, All I right. have Third Strike right. on my on my Switch, you know, because of the 30th anniversary right. bundle. Yeah. I could not get into Third Strike. I beat Third Strike. Yeah. Couldn't get into it. See, I, I like, to, I like to stick to the classics. Uh, Street Fighters 2 Championship Edition. And new, uh, new, uh, new Challenger Edition and Turbo Edition. Just those three different versions of Street Fighter Two. That's all I need. That's all I need. Uh, that's all I've been playing. But I'll say this though, I feel like for reasons I'm not gonna go into, and I, this sounds contradictory to what I would normally say. 
but as D as a free DLC, they should include two Power Rangers into the roster as a DLC. For what? Street Fighter Six. Street Fighter Six. Oh hell yeah! And, I, and uh, yes, I, I I agree with that wholeheartedly. Tommy and Gia, uh, the uh, being the two Rangers. Exactly, and. The, the baby is now departing with his mom. And I know, and I know that, and I know that uh, people are like shocked. Wait, Kabuto wanting to do a Power Rangers versus Street Fighters crossover? Has has the ninth circle of Inferno spread to the other end and all closed over? Well, the truth of the matter is, my issue with the whole Street Fighters thing being in Battle for the Grid is literally just them having Ranger suits. That's that's it. Like they were like regular Ryu and regular Chun Li. I would have no problem with them being in Battle for the Grid. I also have issues that the roster is notoriously short, but that's a different argument. But here, you it's like you can't like I feel like Ryu and Tommy just go hand in hand together so massively because like it all started with a fan with with some bad in the sun videos That's uh the tommy versus ryu back in the day you know after they did tommy versus uh, scorpion yeah like, i think that started a huge trend of crossing over these two franchises and of course we had that uh, fan video uh i think it was also bad in the sun i can't remember who did it where tommy and gia teamed up with ryu and chun li and and like for some reason ryu became a power ranger again we already had that argument uh but so it's like i feel like if you have ryu and chun li in power rangers you should have tommy and gia in street fighters and yeah. well, and for reasons i'm not going to go into you especially need to have tommy in there and i believe he'd be like a really important ca character to not only team up with as well yeah but no Anyways, moving on. So the Game Awards will be December the 8th. Um, we're going to I'm going to try and uh, do a live reaction. I really want to do a live reaction from last year's Game Awards. But um, I was getting everything prepared for uh, when we were having our son. So this time we're going to watch Game Awards I'm, I'm gonna, and stuff. We'll, you'll probably see a live reaction of all of us, including my fiance, um, watching it. So hopefully. I ha have an actual saying that when it comes to the video Game Awards. I mean, I don't know if you were of the rumor. You were aware of the rumors about. I mean, oh, sorry. I was gonna say like, since you were you able to watch the awards uh, last year, and I saw I saw highlights. I saw okay. highlights. I know we won. Did you also hear that Kojima is coming back? Kojima? Yeah, I know about Kojima. So obviously, he has something that he wanted to tell us. What is it? I don't know. But rumor has it like. Obviously, Metal Gear might be coming back. Or they're going to announce the remaster or remake version of Metal Gear Solid 3. I don't know. That's see, what I'm waiting for. See, it wouldn't make sense if they remade Metal Gear Solid 3. Now, what would make sense if is if they remade the original NES games, Metal Gear, Metal Gear 2, Solid Snake, where it's like Sna Solid Snake during his first two missions where he fought Big Boss twice. One was... um big boss from uh, metal gear 5 who was the fake one and then metal gear 2 saw a sink where you fought real big boss if it was those two did he just tear the book he tore the book huh it's okay, okay. 
Going back to Metal Gear. Going back to Metal Gear. Going back to Metal Gear. It would make more sense if they've remade those, considering the fact that we are we're 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 being told that there will be a Metal Gear movie and Oscar Isaac is playing Solid yeah. Snake. So yeah. it wouldn't make a lot of sense if they remade the first two games. Yeah. But not to mention, like they did um someone actually reported like they saw some um some footage going on, but then it was taken down. So I mean what does that tell you? So obviously they're trying to keep it a secret. It tells me that the person who was trying to leak it was probably the same person who tried to leak Grand Theft Auto 6. Oh! Oh, yeah. Anyway. Totally. Anyways. All right. Moving on, guys. So, um, so despite how excited I am that Sonic Frontiers is um right now doing very, 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 very well right now, we have to talk about one thing, and that is... This is funny. I'm not even going to front. Yuji Naka, the creator of Sonic, got arrested this week for insider trading. For those of y'all who don't know what insider trading is, allow me to be very brief with you. Insider Have you seen the movie, uh, God, uh, God damn it. I was so getting to it. <laughs> the Shia LaBeouf movie and the Charlie Sheen movie. Okay. So, if you've never seen Wall Street or Wall Street 2, let me be very, very brief with you guys. Insider trading is what happens when you find out upcoming things that are coming on with the corporation or company that you are working with, and you decide to buy stocks before they announce the thing because you know that it, that whatever announcement it is, it's going to skyrocket the company's stocks. That's insider trading. Or, in general, and you can correct me if I'm wrong for people who are lawyers in here, insider trading is what happens when you invest in the company that you are currently working in. That's also considered insider trading. I used to work for a health insurance company. I asked my trainer, is it okay for me to invest in the company while I work there? And she's like, no, that's considered insider trading. I'm like, okay. Gee, so, yeah. It's it's have insider information as an employee as to what will what things will happen uh like in terms of uh increase or decrease of stocks which means you'll have an unfair advantage over other investors to invest or uh, pull your investments out beforehand so that you well well basically you're you're stealing poker chips a bit uh, effectively that's true uh, but usually people do it to like other companies it's like if you know ahead of time that a company is going to uh, lose value, then then you would have an unfair advantage to re uh, pull your stocks out, and or if it's uh, or if its stock is going to increase overnight, then then you have an unfair advantage to put stocks into it, and and it's kind of it gives you an unfair advantage over other investors that are effectively gambling over the value of the company, uh, and that's what insider trading basically is. And yeah, like, and that's literally the plot of both Wall Street starring Charlie Sheen and Wall Street 2 starring uh, Shia LaBeouf, which had a cameo from Charlie Sheen. So I'm like, huh, you left prison. Nice. Good to, good to and, and it also had a, it also had a cameo of our former president. And, and I'll leave it at that. Oh, yeah. I, yes. I still say Gordon Gecko would have been a great president. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to be, I'm going to be very blunt with everybody about that. But to go a little See, further. I'm rooting for Pendulette, but. <laughs> to go a little further about what's going on, Yuji Naka, the, um, this comes from The Verge, Yuji Naka, the famed uh, co-creator of Sonic the Hedgehog, has reportedly been arrested in Japan via Fuji Net uh, News Network in connections with an insider trading case involving former Square Enix employees. The scandal centers oh. around former Square Enix employee uh, Taisuke uh, 
Sazaki, who obtained information that the Dragon Quest TAC mobile game was being jointly recreated by game developers Square Enix and Aiming. Um, Sazaki and another ex-Square Enix employee, uh, Fumiake uh, Suzuki, allegedly purchased 162,000 shares and in, 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 in aiming between December 2019 and February 2020 for approximately 47.2 yen million yeah, yen wow. around, which is around for sure. which in Amer- which in American dollars is $336,760 prior to the project's public announcement on February the 5th, 2020. It's easy to just multiply or divide by 10. Uh, That's true, yeah. Exactly. It's a little more Not- under over time, but uh, generally, it's uh, it, the exchange rate is 100 yen to a dollar. Naka, yeah, exactly. Naka was allegedly aware of aiming dual deal and bought 10,000 shares for about 2.8 yen, which is 20,000 dollars in 20,000 US dollars before it was publicly announced. Naka worked with Square Enix on the Balan Wonderful, a Wonder World. Between 2018 and 2021, all three men have now been arrested on insider trading charges. Jesus, what were they thinking in the first place? I mean, yeah. When it comes to, like, investing that kind of stuff, I mean, they could at least, you know, have some common sense before they make a move. I mean, that was really bad. I'm literally watching my son rip apart uh, the Marvel children's book that uh, that my cousin got him. (laughs) And you're drinking a full bottle of Canada Drive. So basically, you're saying. Oh, listen, listen. There's a reason why I'm drinking Canada Dry right now. We've had too much food for Friendsgiving. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm hey. If you still have any rotisserie, I'm more than sick. happy to get it off your hands. Oh no, no. We got bro. Listen, we we're, we plan on emptying this whole fridge out because we have three Thanksgivings we gotta go to, and leftovers up the wazoo. We'll, we're good on groceries because we don't dine on leftovers, aka. Girl Travelers here is gonna like eat leftovers for like two days. And, and then she's like, can we get something new? And I'm eating like two weeks of, of leftovers. So I'm saying that out loud, she knows I'm right. Anyways. But yeah, so thoughts people, insider trading is bad. Go, no, on, go ahead. I mean, not that I have, uh, you know, some knowledge about when it comes to like, you know, stocks and all that, but I feel like, you know, he should have been more he should have common sense, in other words, like knowing not to invest in his own company and like to put him into a situation like that. I mean, he should have known better. Like if you if you would invest on a co- company that is based on where he works at or something like that, like what the hell? Like he should have had some common sense when it comes to this. And he knew that it could have been risky. Anything when investing like stocks, crypto, whatever, it could be so many risks, you know? And look what happened. He got arrested. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but yeah. So, I mean, Kabbalah, I know you explained your thoughts. You got any more thing? Um, got any more things? Play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. You knew your game was stupid well beforehand. Well said. You should know. You should know. It's yeah. like, it's like, it's like. Imagine you go like, like you know, it's funny. Uh, when when I was still in elementary school, and you know how you wake up at five in the morning and you would channel surf. Uh, so like well, I saw this movie on TV called Cheats, where basically you got these four friends that cheated all the way all their way through high school. And long story short, they came up with a clever way to finish their 12th grade finals. Beautiful, a beautiful ending to that movie. But the point is, 
ever since I, I, you know, it's always been on my mind. What is a clever way to get away with cheating on such and such tests? And like, you know, sometimes when you go to like a testing room, you know, you're in a closed room, there are security cameras watching your every move. So it's always like interesting to me. Like if I were to cheat, how would I get away with it? I don't cheat just so you know, but I do think about those things just for the fun of it, you know, like a Arsene Lupin thing or a Harry Houdini type of thing. But since I became a teacher, cause yeah, that's my day job. I, I've also been thinking, how will my students try to cheat on this? And they, every time they try to, they always fail because I already anticipated they would do it that specific way. Now I'll say this, with that, the reason I bring this up is the like insider trading to your own company is basically you're trying to cheat on a test by blatantly having a cheat sheet right in front of you where the teacher could see it. Not even like scribbled on your hand or your arm. I mean, you're holding up an actual giant eight and a half by 11 piece of paper right in front of you with all the answers and you're transcribing it and the teacher yeah. can just turn around it's like you're done <laughs> yeah or actually wacky with the ruler but that's like, like um different um countries yeah so yeah shots to the Naka, bro d d remember people insider trading is bad for those of y'all who are into the stock market marketing research um, they, they don't, they, they don't know. We don't know. We, they, we just know they got arrested. I know how he, like, you can go away for inside trade for like, what? You copied it like 15, 20 years. Oh, a long time. A long time. Yeah. Like if it's like Gordon Gecko, it's gonna, Gordon, keep in mind, Gordon Gecko in wall street timeline was, went to jail in 1985, didn't get out until 2008 in, in, in timeline wise. Cause he got out around the time. Oh, he was in prison for a long time. I think it was 10 years, maybe. All I know is that it was so long that his daughter, like, pretty much disowned him because, like, he was never in her life. I'm saying that because of the fact that when he got out, the movie came out in 2011, but, or 2012, 2010, 2011, no, 2011. The movie came out in 2011, the but the way they, they set it up is it got set up where Gordon Gecko was getting out of jail right before um what do you call it the stock market crashed in 07 to 08. it was an 08. okay so, yeah. so you know right. about that that crashing yeah. then oh yeah i got I, my family got affected by it so yeah the struggle people you want to know about the struggle yeah. you listen you know, to our you know, you know, you, know you know one thing i learned really interesting in my 20th century u.s history class is mm -hmm. that the United States goes through either an inflation or through a depression or both. Well, we are in every, inflation once I mean, every nine years right on average. Well, bro, we, we are in inflation, bro. Yeah, that's like, what, what I was saying. Dog, like, like Taco Bell, it's expensive. And <laughs> let me tell you, let me get, let me tell you guys something fast foods, groceries, or electronics anything that you can think of it's so expensive so what does that tell you we're still in inflation and i don't know what's worse to come you know i don't know There's uh, listen let me, let me let me no i got something no, no, i got something better because you, you listen you 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 young you young compared to me and me and cabado oh, here no, okay no, he, no, i get that but hurt. i'm very observant that's what i'm saying all i care about I is the well-being of other people you know i remember back in the day I'm old enough to remember back in the day where twenty dollars can get you groceries. Like yeah. not, not to like at least half your list of, of your grocery list. You can get half of your grocery list for twenty bucks, and and like you get the, and if you like get like fifty bucks, you can get the whole thing. A hundred dollars, 
You you can spend a hundred dollars and not get everything on your grocery list unless you go to Smart and Finals or freaking uh, Costco. And even at that moment, inflation hit both Costco and Smart and Final. This stuff is expensive. Yeah, and, and you know, part of the reason why it's expensive is because you have to transport the groceries from one place to another, and yeah. gasoline is super expensive because. И какие-то люди, которые я не скажу имена, атакуют мою страну. That's all I'm gonna say. Translate it if you could. I'm gonna say this real quick. It's also because minimum wage was a lot lower, but because minimum wage is higher, yeah. everything's a little more expensive. Now, another thing I want to tell you, like, who, whose fault is it that to raise the prices for the gasoline? I bet you can guess. We're, we're, we're not going there. We're not going there. <laughs> I, I, I pretty much hinted as to who did it. We oh, can yeah. do an entire... Listen, we can do... Listen, when we bring back Scrub Lounge, you know what I mean? We will give you a grind, what grinds my gear segment, and you can go off about that. You, you, I will give you the keys, girl. Okay. At, okay. We'll call it at the Ass Chica Hour. You, we're going to give you the keys. Go nuts. Cuss as yeah. much as you want in English and Spanish. We oh, don't no. care. No te preocupes. We um i only all i knew this is i hate high school spanish but i'm glad i knew half the things you just said i knew about 50 to 60 percent of what you just said i knew just about 75 percent of it yeah anyways all right with that being said guys before we go before we get into uh our closing comments we need to talk about the big elephant in the room and yeah, um it's the reason why we our logo is has changed just for this episode earlier today oh fuck language baby got hurt i'll be right back guys i'll be right back all righty you want to take over a covet or should i mention it to them the time it's I'm not okay. even going to talk about how the timing couldn't be worse because beyond me just mentioning that, but because it's never a good time for something like this to happen. Yeah, and some of us didn't even know that this is going to happen. Even though, like yesterday, I was just enjoying my day, and then all of a sudden, I just heard this news this morning. And okay, so I'm pretty sure you guys heard on all over the social media and the news as well, but. We lost Jason David Frank, and the news broke out today. Uh, I just don't know how to talk about it. I mean, I wasn't. I look up to that guy, to be honest, because, you know, I've been in the Ranger community since I was very young. And when I finally got the chance to meet him, like, he was just this kind, inspirational person. And, um, like I was mentioning, like, hearing this news is just like, kind of breaks my heart at all because like he a lot of people looked up to him and like he taught us how to be strong and also inspire others as well to become better than than who we are as today you know but oh god all i gotta say is that my condolences is to his family and of course his daughter out there so i just want to say that he really brought a huge inspiration to me and like he kind of taught me that and you know you can be really strong and some values that I kind of apply to my life and I'm still trying to figure out and find my place like I was mentioning before 
But yeah, and all I gotta say is rest in peace, Jason David Frank. This gun sent us. Yeah. I'm not gonna pretend that he was my most favorite ranger, and in case anyone's wondering, uh it wasn't uh Austin St. John either, in case if anyone makes that assumption uh, when I say that. Uh, but my first exposure to Power Rangers was a car ornament of the White Ranger that my dad gave me uh, sometime after we moved to the United States. I mean, I was still like 100% VR Troopers on the WB when it was syndicated because this was 1995. Um, but yeah, he was such a, a huge influential uh, aspect of our lives, even if it's just passively because, you know, like, again, you know, you know, like I became a martial artist and then a science teacher, yeah, just like Tommy Oliver, because he was a martial artist and then became a science teacher yeah. in season 12. And so, and, and, and aside, so it's kind of like, I felt, even though I wasn't cognitively aware of it, I walked in the path of Tommy Oliver and JDF, you know, like, like he managed to live a life that could only be described as like the next Christopher Lee, because like, what did he do with his life? He was, he is a martial artist. He was an MMA fighter. He's a prankster, a videographer, a movie director, a prankster, skydiver, Guinness book of world record holder. And he's, he's a done, voice. Yeah. And he, and he's done the voice acting for transformers. Uh, and yeah, and it, he lived like a more phenomenal life and it's, it's a life I, even I would be envy of like, I, like a person could like write an autobiography, it's like not an autobiography, a biography of my life. And I would still not come to anything half as much as JDF has accomplished in terms of both quantity and quality. So, and you know, it's, it's. And what makes me especially sad is literally the last time I met Jason Frank was because I only met him twice in total. One, the first time was at my very first Morphicon, 2010. And like, it was, it was like that brief, like 30 second moment where there was no one in his line. I, I shouted hi to him. He shouted back to me and he actually remembered me for like back in 2021 when we actually met him and actually the both of you were actually there with me during the last time we yeah uh, mm -hmm. um and i remember i only had only enough money for two of my dvds now i have every every single season of power rangers up to season 17 plus all the movies so i brought all my tommy dvds but uh oh, seasons i had tommy in them but i only had enough money to get two dvds signed and i chose it to be the two movies because uh, because, you know, I already have Johnny's autograph on those, so I may as well start collecting the autographs on those two and move my way to the DVDs. And, you know, like, when, when he found out that, like, uh, um, when he found out I was a science teacher, like, he actually said that it, that this is an incredibly noble profession. He asked me to give him, uh, to hand him my copy of Dino Thunder, and then he signed that DVD for free. Like, and, like, I'm... Honestly, out of all the seasons of Power Rangers, I'm glad he signed that one specifically because, again, he's a science teacher in that one. And those kind words he said to me, even when he was leaving the uh, the the comic book store, like his last words to me were, I hope it doesn't take another 11 years for us to meet again. Looking back, that hits me really hard because 
Because little did I know that this would be the last time I'd ever seen him again. I know he still showed up at Power Morphicon. I was at Power Morphicon, but we all know there's a huge line there. And I'm not going to be able to wait there because I just want to get some interviews in uh, as much as possible. And get a little bit of hangout time with Eric Betts and uh, Nachi Detej because, you know. Um, but, man, like yesterday I was I was at a Denny's with my new significant other and we and it was like right when we just got our food that I saw the Facebook feed that we got that he passed away. Obviously, it wasn't public yet, so we were all in the hush hush. So yeah. like when I saw, I can't remember which person in our squad pointed it out, but when they uh, but like when they said that he passed away, I thought like is this some kind of prank or something? And of course, I google I googled uh, I googled him up like. His like there's no TMZ articles, no Kotaku articles, no CNN, MSNBC. And not, even his Wikipedia page hasn't been updated yet. And so like I was like in the sense of denial that I would otherwise never have, but we become so accustomed to internet culture and immediate access to information that I was I was literally in denial for a good three hours about this because like. There's no way, like the kind of person that he is, and I don't mean like Robin Williams, kind of not the kind of person he is, where it's like, oh, uh, depressed people hide their depression because you know I I know what that's like, yeah. but like he was always like the live life to the fullest type of person. So it quite literally, personality wise, like I couldn't believe it, <laughs> but here we are. I there's a, there's a story I wanted to share with people. Um when it came to JDF is that I met JDF twice briefly. Um, the first time was Power Morphicon 2018. It was at the after party that we had all went to and stuff. Same here. Um, briefly saw him. He said hi. I said hi too. I'm like a big fan. And then last year I had an opportunity to go see him. I was running late and I, to this day I'm mad about that for personal reasons why I was late. I'm still mad about it. But I got to see him before he left. I got and I'm like, look, I don't want any pictures. I just want to tell you that you have been an inspiration to me. You've been you you helped elevate my childhood and helped me want to strive to becoming a teacher, whether it was science or English or whatever. Like Thank you for making for rocking for not only making my childhood amazing, but making me want to pursue something that I love and I'm very passionate about. Because it was COVID, he gave me a fist bump, and when he's like, "Hey, man, I do appreciate it. Thank you so much. That that means a lot to me." Because it was COVID, it's because it was part two of COVID. We just fist bumped, but I appreciate what a hug me, but um. I never really went into detail on, on the on how we met until today, mm-hmm. because I'm, and I said this on my Twitter. I know that we've all have the um, the quote saying "once a ranger, always a ranger." There's a quote I think we need to start adapting more, and that's what JDF had said in the movie that those who possess great power, all things are possible. And I know we're probably talk about it on Morphin Network at some point, probably this week, maybe next week. But 
I know, bro. It's all right. I was in freaking denial. Bro, I was the same. Mike went to my third end Friendsgiving. I'm loaded, and I'm looking at this, and I'm like, bro, this can't be true. This is bull crap. We all know that people be lying. I'm going to use the fake news logic. We know there's fake news out there. How many times yeah. did Ava Gona, how many times did people say Ava Gona was dead? Mm-hmm. How many times people said that Dude, Betty White was dead? I mean, before she actually did die. Yeah. So, all I honestly was in and out of sleep yesterday. And going to work, all I was doing until this morning, all I was doing was reloading Google, reloading CNN, reloading Deadline, Hollywood Reporter, CNN, freaking Illuminati and stuff like that. All I was doing was just lo- reloading. I'm like, okay, these are just online outlets. Stop playing. I need the real. I need the real news. But you know, hashtag show KTLA. was the first one that they posted. I kid you not, KTLA around 10, 20 a.m. Said that he was gone. After I left work, I bawled for a good three minutes because I could not believe it. Yeah, Ain't I no was. Way. I woke up Ain't really no freaking way, and uh, yeah. I've been jacked up all day. I, to honestly, I thought about canceling this podcast, but you know, I'm like, no, the show has to go on. Mm-hmm. The show has to go like on. Like a queen song. Mm-hmm. And. To J- I'm going to say this and we'll stop. To JDF's family, we do send our condolences. We send our thoughts and our prayers. Because not only did we lose one of the faces of a franchise that helped elevate us as adults and elevate us as children, we lost someone who was a father. We lost someone who was a brother. We lost someone who was a family member, a relative. Whether we, I'm talking his family and us as a ranger family, and us as a a ranger family, fighting game family, video game family, you name it. And I and some people I know personally just lost a friend. Yeah. Um, I I don't want even, even Austin St. John was low-key balling on video because and like he and he legit referred to him as brother at the end of the video like like he didn't sugar he didn't sugarcoat the fact that they did have a long-standing feud in that video like he he brought up the fact that they did have a feud and despite that like he gave a heartfelt condolences and he referred to jason as a brother and to me, that means the world because it's like, even if it's like your best friend or your sibling, like you always have your feuds, you always have your rivalries, you always have your disagreements. But in the end, you're you, you're you're bound by a blood, even if that blood isn't physical blood. You're still bound by some kind of uh, electromagnetic bonds that could never be broken. If I if I could try to shed light because I know we're all like crying like internally and externally right now, mm-hmm. it's the Vin Diesel effect. <laughs> it's the freaking Vin Diesel effect. Family. Family for sure. We can't we can't beat Zora. We can't beat Zed. He's like, yes, you can because we're family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, no. Jay- more like 
like I was like wondering, like I have all six Ninjetti figures, and mm-hmm. I, and part of me was like wondering, like should I like, should I like make like a stop motion like in memoriam? But I felt like no, nah, it would be too soon. Honestly, I even I even made a common writer we bear bear reference that I made back on Friday, and I wanted to post it up on some group pages because for reasons I'm not gonna go too much into. But now it feels a little bit uncouth just because of the fact that like you know timing but but there was like this running joke we had about common writer geats oh um, yeah yeah i actually like actually <laughs> made it so that they're stacked on top of each other and like we always make this joke like we need to get jdf to be like a silver bear common writer and it just sucks that it's not gonna happen you know mm-hmm I'm gonna say it like I said. I'm, I'm saying that. But this is what, one of the reasons why we should have Tommy Oliver as a free DLC character on Street Fighter Six, because Yo, Capcom, he and Ryu go way back. I'm gonna say this, JDF. We love you, man. Words cannot describe how much you, how much of an influence you've been on each and every one of us individually and as a group. Thank you so much for. The good times, the bad times, and the, and the great times, dude. Like, that's all I have to say, man. I, there's nothing much I can say. So, thank you guys for listening to the Struggling Podcast. Um, I really wish we could end, end on a higher note. Um, Sonic Frontiers is lit. I'll leave. I'll, I'll, that's that's my closing comment. Um, anyone else? We may end this podcast sounding defeated, but this is not the end. We we will march victoriously into the future, and and you know we and the spirits of the ones we lose along the way are always strengthening us within our bloods, our minds, our bones and muscles. And we become stronger from our experiences. We only have one life to live. And we need to live them to our fullest. Because all we are made of are just a a finite amount of kilograms, joules, and seconds. Sooner or later, if we lose any one of those three, we lose all three of them. Make the most of what you have. And make most of the people you have. Hold them tightly. And always, you know, try to hit them up because you never know when will be the last time you see them again. Because you think you might see them again at least one more time, but you never really know because entropy's a mother. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. May the power protect you always. Chica. All I gotta say, we did. Like I mentioned before, we did lots lost someone that was really impactful in our lives. And but what's most important is that by his words, by the quote that he mentioned, like we should try to live our lives the way we wanted to, whether if it's good or bad, at least we should try to at least face whatever's coming our way and remain strong as we can. And whatever we're going through in our lives, I mean it's always good to talk sometimes. And it's best not to stay silent because when it, when you stay silent, it won't lead anywhere. So what I'm saying is whatever you guys are going through issues or whatever it is, anything personal, don't be afraid 
to talk to someone. Like if you need help, just reach out to friends or a family member that you're really close close with. Try to at least relieve that negative energy. But most importantly, if you fall, you always get back up. That's all I have to say. That being said, uh, Cobb, Cobb, I think you missed me. Is there anything you want else? Is there anything you want to say, bro? Go ahead. The last thing we need to say is if you if you ever feel like you need help, someone to talk to, because some people feel the these negative thoughts over a period of time. Some people feel them instantaneously, like an explosion. And of course, we can't like assume that all situations are the same, but for the situations where like where like this is a thing where like you're feeling over a period of time do not hesitate to contact help there is a suicide hotline 988 uh if and someone will be there for you 24 7. it is a you know there's you know it's a very difficult subject matter like i've survived an attempt before and i don't know i can't speak on behalf of my fellow cast members but every person experiences it differently so you know there's no one correct solution for every situation but if you have the ability to call for help definitely do it if you see a loved one experiencing red flags reach out to them because because they might not necessarily come to you first. You might have to come to them. And there's a lot I could say about the subject matter, but I'd be I'd be going into an idiom I really don't want to recite because it would feel uncouth of me to say it, but ultimately make the most of the time you have with your loved ones. Seek out the help you need and try to stay safe and happy in everything you do and give everything a hundred percent effort, whether you're reading a book, going to the gym, hang out with your friends at a convention, everything that you enjoy doing, make the most of every moment. Even, even if our lives are monotonous and meaningless, they're still very precious and, and make the most of that finite permutation that allows you to exist in the first place because life itself is a blessing whether you're a rationalist or a romantic find find the help you need if you're able to and help is there yeah. you're muted well that being said guys thank you very much for uh watching um we're not we're not going to plug our stuff Y'all know where to find us. Um, but until then, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Till then, yeah. stay safe. Um, love one another. Call someone. Let them know, hey, I'm thinking about you. I love you. There's nothing you can do about that. Let them know. And say okay? you're grateful to them. Be Yeah, and let them know how grateful you are for them being in your life. All right? And we'll see you guys next week. Well, no, next, next week we won't be here. Next weekend we won't be on, but we'll be on the following weekend. So, <laughs> until then. God bless you guys. Peace.